Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, Toronto writer and commentator. Twice a week, I offer my take on the world, from craven politics and unchecked ambition to secret sauces, bitter loss, and fist-pumping redemption. They're stories to live by. Quirky, high-style, tear-jerking, funny ha-ha, sometimes funny peculiar. My tales don't walk down the sidewalk and browse in the windows. They sneak into alleyways and come out onto different worlds. Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes. Passport, please. Written by Bob Ramsey. Yesterday, I saw an Instagram post with a photo of a Viagra pill. You know that pill, the blue one with the word Pfizer in the middle. Above the pill were these words, You trust us with your penis. And below, Trust us with the vaccine. I mention this not just because Viagra benefits both men and women, but because it's another signal that even the most entrenched fantasists sooner or later have to surrender to reality and come out in favor of vaccine passports. Like Doug Ford, who just weeks ago viewed them as unnecessary and intrusive, warning they would create a split society. Then yesterday, Premier Ford announced that starting September 22nd, Ontarians will need a vaccine passport to gain entry into indoor restaurants, gyms and theatres. This makes sense in so many ways, I'm astounded anyone would object. But within the hour, the anti-vaxxers rose up in righteous anger at this outrageous intrusion on their right to avoid anything to do with any government. These are the same people who are attacking Justin Trudeau on his campaign stops. Who says Ford and Trudeau don't share common enemies? Their placards often blame oppressive governments for denying their right to stay unvaccinated and forcing them to comply with another repressive government diktat. For them, vaccine passports are a ticket to the gulag. This is ridiculous, of course. I remember being a student in the late 60s in America. The Vietnam War was raging, and our campus decided to go on strike. The day before, in philosophy class, our professor, Arthur Zathmarie, scoffed at what Americans defined as a protest, and reminded us that in Hungary, few escaped these events without truncheon marks. I remember that remark 50 years later, and marvel that our governments are so benign compared to so many around the world. If anything, anti-vaccination protests in Canada seem to be swearing contests to see which protester can say the most offensive thing to the politician whose event they're hijacking, and to the police keeping them away, and to the media covering the story. Three traditional enemies all conveniently close— and, of course, to innocent bystanders. The protesters seem to think vaccine passports and their evil twin, mandatory vaccination, violate their rights. As one protester's placard said, I want my freedom. I suspect that protester drove to the rally, so he has a driver's license, which is really a driving passport, and a passport to buy alcohol as well. And when he got into his car and drove home, he had to put on his seatbelt and stop texting on his iPhone or risk getting fined by the police. Yes, a seatbelt interferes with his freedom of motion and the no-texting thing curtails his freedom of speech, but I'll bet he complies. 
I'll bet also he has an Ontario health card, which is really a health passport and provides him with free health care anywhere in Canada. He may even have an actual passport, which 60% of Canadians have, which is much less than the percentage of Canadians, 74.85%, who are double-vaxxed. He got that passport only by submitting personal information to Ottawa. But a Canadian passport lets him travel to all kinds of countries, or will again soon. In fact, a Canadian passport is one of the best in the world. He may be an anti-vaxxer, but not only does he need passports to just function as a human being, he's had plenty of vaccinations in his life already. Don't let him tell you otherwise. Every Canadian child between the ages of two months and five years of age receives 19 vaccinations against illnesses ranging from diphtheria and polio to mumps, measles, and chickenpox. True, my anti-vaxxer may have been too young to protest against these life-saving interventions provided free of charge to all Canadians. But his parents could have. Did they? Aside from a tiny thimbleful of dissenting parents, no, they didn't. Nor did yours, or mine, or our kids, or theirs. While I don't often agree with Doug Ford, I'm glad he came around so fast to mandating vaccine passports for the 15 million of us who live in Ontario. The pandemic has taught him to pivot. I'm also on side with his fear that these passports would create a split society. Yes, they will, between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. Passports and vaccinations let you drive, drink, travel abroad, avoid dying when you're a child, all kinds of wonderful things. We treat them as rights when actually they're privileges too. Today's Ramsey Rights was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work, and all the other things he does besides writing, go to ramseyinc.com. That's R-A-M-S-A-Y-I-N-C dot com.